0: This morning we would like to give some instructions, further instructions for the meditation practice that we'll be using over this weekend. We've begun already in establishing a sense of connection with our experience and bringing our attention more Directly into contact with what's happening as a way of being in touch with ourselves, as a way of being right here, more fully, understanding that it's really an expression of great kindness to ourselves to be connected, to be in touch with our actual experience, that there's something quite painful and barren, in fact, about being distant from ourselves, from our own experience, being disconnected from where we actually are. And so easily we can live in a distracted, fragmented or disconnected manner. So the simple foundation for all meditation is this rather natural and yet remarkable capacity we have for just knowing where we are. And within this capacity, we have also the potential to orient ourselves, orient our heart, our mind, our intentionality, and our actions towards that which we value, that which we find of benefit, or wholesome, or noble, or beautiful. One of the remarkable understandings and teachings of the Buddha. It's to do with the, the way in which our experience is constructed. That how we experience the world and how we experience ourselves is dependent to a large degree on how we come to meet it. And equally to a large degree on the intentions we form, the motivations from which we choose to act or not. And so there's in this and that's of course just putting it very simply, but within this it points to the fact that what we are and how we experience ourself and our life, although it's not fixed or permanent in any way that establishes a an irrevocable condition for how we are or what we are or who we are. And in that there's a potential for for cultivation, for growth, for development. And in the practice of cultivating loving kindness, of metta meditation, we're essentially orienting towards the capacity for kindness, for friendliness and for care that is natural within our own hearts, that is organically part of who and what we are. Although we might recognize that at times we have, it seems, less access to that than we might wish, and it may equally at times feel like it's something that we feel distant from. We can be caught at times in reactivity, in what seems like quite the opposite of friendliness, when we feel irritated or angry or afraid. And so the practice of loving-kindness meditation is not to somehow skip over or deny the fact that there may be within our experience many challenging elements, but just to begin to turn towards that potential and that capacity for kindness, for friendliness, for just a natural and easy sense of well-wishing towards others and towards ourselves, which is the expression of of friendliness a sense of caring for the well-being of caring for the happiness of and i think quite naturally and we all know this that when we feel connected to or fond of someone we naturally care for their well-being we naturally wish them to be safe and to be happy and to have what they wish for in their life available to them that's a natural response just as we might see a uh, we might see a wild animal and wish to offer them a little food, or sort of, uh, if we encounter a, a cow or some horses in a field, might like to just give them a handful of grass. Not that we can always do that, but there's just a natural sense of offering that comes, I think, when we feel connected. And how much more so, of course, with those that we're close to, that we love, that we feel very, that are very dear to our hearts. We wish for them good things. And yet we also encounter the experience of times when we are caught in judgment, reactivity, when our minds are more critical or harsh, and in that we can lose touch with or feel a long way from that capacity for kindness. And just as we began inviting you to connect with a simple sense of being here, feeling your body, breathing and present, And coming back to that again and again. So too in the practice of loving kindness we'll be inviting you again and again to reconnect, to turn towards and to come back to this rather natural and yet very precious capacity we have each of us within us for kindness, for friendliness. Seeing how much this world needs the extension of friendliness and kindness among beings, how much our own lives and our own hearts yearn for kindness. To be received and to be offered for our hearts, it's equally important that we experience and receive kindness and it's equally important that we offer kindness, that we find ways to express the kindness that is part of what we are an expression of what is ultimately most true about a human being. And so in this practice we we're, we're going to be using a particular form. And the intention is that the form supports us and enables us to carry and sustain the intention to cultivate and connect with a sense of friendliness. It's not something we can just do as an act of will. Like any practice, we have to come back to it again and again. And having a form and a framework seems to support that for most of us. And the way the form works, I'll just outline it simply before giving some more detailed instruction, is that one brings to mind or turns one's attention to some person or group of persons or being or beings, and in bringing that person, it could be oneself or another or some wild creature or pet animal, just bringing a being to mind and then wishing well for that creature, wishing well for that being. Extending what we call the phrases. We, we talk about using little sort of ways of conveying what we might wish for someone. And what this does is it enables us to connect with how kindness manifests. So it's not a theoretical cultivation of kindness, but a practical one. And so the fact that we ourselves wish for happiness, as we all do, wish for freedom from suffering, from pain, wish for joy and ease in our lives, of course we do and for you of course those those are my words and for you what you wish for might be something specific and different but all of us all beings have these deep wishes and longings for their own for our own well-being and we can see that just as we wish for that so too does each and every other being in existence so there's a way in which then the kindness can express itself by offering what is most wished for, offering and wishing well for others and ourselves. And in understanding how the practice works, also, one of the key ways we can access this quality of loving kindness that the Buddha spoke about is turning towards what we appreciate, what we value, what we care for or love in another and in ourselves. And the Buddha spoke of how appreciation is the proximate condition for loving kindness to arise. That when we see something that we value and appreciate in others or ourselves, then quite naturally a sense of friendliness and warmth Tenderness and caring can come. That doesn't mean it always happens that way. But it's very supportive. And we can recognize that for most of us, our tendency is to easily pick out the things that are not quite okay, that could do with so little improvement, that really uh, wind us up or annoy us. And the tendency for the mind to do that, which is based in its... You know, ultimately its urge to look for danger, to protect ourselves, can lead us to a, a relationship to experience to others, to ourselves and to life where we're sort of more in fear or more in a in a place of, of a sort of critical, judgmental attitude. Or analysing in that way. And the practice of loving kindness is really supported by letting go of that by not needing to judge or orient towards imperfection, although, of course, there's plenty of that in the world, in ourselves, in each other, but also to look and see, well, what is beautiful here? What is noble? What is lovely? What are the good qualities, good deeds, good intentions and aspirations that we ourselves may bring and that others bring? And so in coming here as a group, we've invited you just to acknowledge the goodness of what you've done to come here. And equally the the goodness of your companions and being here likewise with this noble aspiration to deepen in kindness and care, to bring more into this world, something so precious, so beautiful. And so we we use phrases that express wishes of well-being and offer and direct them to Individuals or groups, as we choose. And there's a way the practice unfolds in which we are invited to begin where it's easiest, where we're not under pressure, where we can relax with it. And therefore, allow it to come more naturally, more organically. So just now, letting those words that you've been listening to settle and bringing your attention again more into your body, feeling how your posture feels to you right now, how the body feels, if it's comfortable or at ease. If you feel a little warm or a little cool, you might need to adjust blankets or clothing to add or reduce the the warmth. And if there's anywhere right now that feels uncomfortable or anywhere that's not well and you just feel like you'd like to take a moment to just gently rub or massage, just seeing what it is to bring a sense of friendliness into that response. Not a, oh, it hurts, I want to get rid of it, but more, oh, this bit's a bit sore. Huh. How, how could I come to that with a sense of kindness? How could I respond to that with a little friendliness? We might just find just you know just lifting or moving one's shoulders, One's torso. So there's a sense of easing into your body rather than somehow forcing it to be rigid or still. It's like letting your relationship to your body be at ease, be friendly, be soft. And then bringing the attention to the breathing as it moves through the region in the center of your chest, the heart center. And letting yourself feel the movement of breath as it moves into and through your chest. So you're in a way breathing through the heart. Breathing with the heart. That sense of the region in the centre of your chest that seems profoundly connected with the movement of emotion and Sense of the heart being touched or connected. We often notice it in this area. Though of course we can notice it in other ways too. And just taking a moment, beginning, to bring to mind someone who you're really fond of. Someone who you have perhaps gratitude for. And a relatively uncomplicated relationship. So that it's maybe not someone who's your sort of close family member. Maybe more like a grandparent or grandchild. Maybe a teacher or a benefactor. Someone who's blessed your life in some way. Some offering of kindness or wisdom. Or just someone who you've delighted in their presence and their good qualities. And just see who might come to mind. And what's important here is that someone you feel you'd like to just spend a little time with, extending a sense of kindness towards, wishing well for. And it's not about who you should do, but maybe who you might like to do this with for a little while. And if you don't notice someone coming to mind easily or quickly, can also include the possibility of a, a beloved pet a wild creature you encountered one day outdoors that touched your heart, or even a favorite cuddly toy. Just noticing what, when you bring to mind, might just evoke a sense of warmth, of friendliness, of kindness, of appreciation. Just taking a moment to notice what you appreciate in this being that you've chosen, this person that you value, that you care for, who's touched your life in some way. And then holding them as if they were with you here. You could maybe have a little image of them in your mind or just a sense of their felt presence. Maybe remembering the last time you met or the time you were most touched by them. And as if they were here with you, just silently, inwardly, extending a sense of friendliness, of kindliness, of well-wishing to them. And the way we'll do this is to carry that and express it through the phrases. And I'll offer you some phrases of loving-kindness which you're very welcome to use. And you're also very welcome to change them or to adapt them to use phrases that may feel more meaningful to you. And likewise, if English is not your first language, please feel free to translate and to use phrases in the language that you feel most connected with. So just with this person here, as if they're with you right now, just repeating silently, inwardly, the phrases that I'll offer. May you be happy and peaceful. May you be healthy and well. May you be free from pain and suffering. May you live with ease and joy. And just... Allowing however that experience affects you to be, just as it is. You don't have to suddenly feel something strong or deep or resonant. You may, you may not. That's okay. It's like the intentions are seeds that we plant, seeds of well-wishing. And the phrase carries this intention of caring for, of opening with warmth and kindliness towards this person, this being that you've chosen. And so again, just allowing yourself to be at ease and softly, gently, offering again the phrases. May you be happy and peaceful. May you be healthy and well. May you be free from pain and suffering. May you live with ease and joy. And so you're not demanding that the person have this experience or trying to make it happen but just recognizing that when we care for someone, if we could bring that about, we would. We would make that so for them. And so wishing that for the person that you've chosen, the being that you're with right now. And letting yourself feel the meaning of the words, those that I'm using, or such words as you feel meaningful or connected with. May you be happy and peaceful. May you be healthy and well. May you be free from pain and suffering. May you live with ease and joy. And when you've finished the phrases that you're offering just now. Bringing your attention back into your body. Just letting go of the person, the being that you've been with. And feeling again the breathing moving through the heart (coughs) centre. Breathing through your heart. And just checking if the body feels tight or tense or uncomfortable Having permission to just make any adjustment that you need. Again, just doing that with a sense of friendliness and kindliness to your body. Being supportive. (coughs) And now just taking a moment to turn your attention to yourselves just noticing or reflecting for a moment on how much you wish for happiness or peace or well-being or whatever it is that you most wish for. How natural it is and how appropriate that we wish for happiness in our lives. Each of us. It's natural. And it's important that we do expresses, it expresses a sense of how we care deeply about our lives. Even when we may struggle with them, or ourselves at times. And so just seeing if right now you can take a moment to appreciate the goodness of your wish for well-being, for happiness, for peace, for whatever it is that you wish for, that you most yearn for or long for in your own life. And to wish for it doesn't mean it isn't already there, but we might wish for more or deeper or fuller experience and knowing of peace, of happiness. And of course sometimes we can feel quite deeply the absence of things we love for or long for. And that can feel a bit tender or sore. So being gentle with yourself. And yet letting yourself really know and trust this this calling in the heart that wishes for happiness. That perhaps we're still learning how to most skillfully and powerfully bring more happiness, peace and well-being into our lives. And of course we've made mistakes along the way, we all have. So for now just letting that be okay. And maybe sensing or connecting with just allowing yourself to trust in the goodness of what you're doing here. To cultivate something wholesome and beautiful in this world and in your heart. And sensing, seeing what it would be for you to wish well-being for yourself. We sometimes think we should cultivate more love and kindness for others. And of course this is important. But equally important to extend loving kindness to ourselves. Where we are is where it all begins, and the foundation of this practice is really our relationship with ourselves. So often we can be harsh or judgmental, and just for now, inviting the possibility of friendliness to meet yourself with friendliness, with kindliness. And so just imagining as if you are holding yourself in your own heart. Letting you yourself be in contact with whatever it is that connects you to the felt sense of your life right now. And wishing for yourself what you might wish for. And again, you can use the phrases that I'm offering. Or you might like to use something that expresses what you most wish for. And so repeating again or using your own phrases as as you wish. May I be happy and peaceful. May I be healthy and well. May I be free from pain and suffering. May I live with ease and joy. And again, whatever arises for you. Maybe a sense of warmth or friendliness. Maybe a complete absence of that or even its opposite. It's okay. Even if we feel irritated or reactive. That's all part of what happens. What's important is the intention to wish well to yourself. And so again... May I be happy and peaceful. May I be healthy and well. May I be free from pain and suffering. May I live with ease and joy. And just letting yourself be affected in whatever way you are affected. And equally, if you feel that you're not affected, letting that be okay too. And again, just turning to connecting with a sense of what you wish for what you long for, what you most yearn for in your life. Maybe friendliness, warmth, love, peace, happiness, connection, support, protection. Many different things we can appropriately long and wish for. And offering that to yourself, wishing that for yourself. It doesn't mean it has to come true or it's going to happen. It's not that like we're saying now you should be happy or peaceful to ourselves. But it's more like if that's what we long for, isn't it natural that we wish that for ourselves? And isn't that wishing for it an organic expression of that we do care for ourselves? Even when sometimes we're hard on ourselves? We do it because we care for, and we're trying to take care of ourselves as best we're able. And so again, wishing well for yourself. May I be happy and peaceful. May I be healthy and well. May I be free from pain and suffering. May I live with ease and joy. And now, if you wish, you can continue for a few minutes extending loving-kindness to yourself or if you prefer and you're equally welcome to just turn again to the person or being you were with initially and spend a few minutes extending loving-kindness to this being. And it's really fine either way. Both are equally precious and beautiful practices. And just go, if you can, with where your heart feels moved or called or inclined, rather than any sense of what you should do or must do here. Yourself or this other being. Whichever you choose, just gently, kindly, softly, wishing well for them for a few minutes now. Holding yourself or this being in your heart. Extending the phrases of loving kindness as well-wishing of friendliness and warmth. And now, just completing the phrases that you're on. And when you've done so, bringing your attention back into your body more fully. Just letting go of the focus on the person you've been with. Feeling the breathing, feeling your breathing moving in the region in the center of your chest. And if you don't have much sense of that area of your body, you may sometimes find it useful just to bring the hand gently, softly in contact with it. But you don't have to. And just breathing through the heart center. And taking a moment to extend a sense of appreciation to yourself for engaging in this practice you may have found it straightforward and easy. You may have found it difficult or confusing. And that's okay. But just acknowledging there's something wholesome here to incline the heart and mind towards a, a noble, a beautiful quality of loving kindness and friendliness. And extending that sense of appreciation also to your companions here present together with us, doing likewise. As challenging as it may be to to work on our hearts and with our hearts, it would be much more difficult to do it if we were here all alone. So just uh, appreciating everyone else's presence and dedication and extending a sense of friendliness and warmth through the room. Including yourself, your neighbours, and those further afield, just wishing well for these beings here. May we all be happy and peaceful. May we all be healthy and well. May we all be free from pain and suffering. May we all live with ease and joy. So please feel free to adjust your posture if you need to bring some ease to your body.
1: I would like to say some words about walking meditation. Though in the next uh, period here together, we really would like to invite you to to take the opportunity to, to bring your awareness, your whole commitment to the walking. And especially for those who might have done quite a lot of inside meditation Today we would like to encourage you in the walking rather than like really slowing down and and placing your attention on the feet, touching the ground, to be more fluid. So really each of you looking what pace feels comfortable for you. You might still walk up and down, but equally it's fine to actually, you know, wander the grounds in a fluid, open, friendly way rather than, you know, rigidly going up and down. And in the walking meditation, really having a sense of your body, having a sense of how it feels to walk on this earth, you know, taking a step, taking another step, feeling the air touching your face if you're outside, you know, And also like feeling the feet touching the ground. But equally having your attention on the phrases and the person you are directing these phrases towards to it might sound a little bit much you know it's like awareness on the body you know and you know just see if you get oh my god you know i have to hold all this what really helps is to step a little bit back inwardly and relax around it because it's actually quite possible and play around with it you know it's not it's 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 not at all you know A failure if you make a mistake. Actually, you can't make a mistake. You're trying out, you're trying to find your ground, you know, you're trying to find your way in. Sense of body, breathing, walking, you know, the sense of the person, either yourself or the person you have chosen, and directing the phrases, dropping them in with a movement, you know, rhythmically, just see what works for you. If you come during a walking meditation or you pass another person and being and there is this natural wish, this natural inclination to extend your loving kindness, your well-wishing towards them, do so. But really look where you see and you you, you know you reach out and you want to make it happen. Just see what actually feels true. You know you might pass another person. May you be well. May you be safe and protected fine you know if it feels right and natural equally fine to just stay with yourself and the person you've chosen okay so um, there's also some some time to ask some questions especially around the instructions so if you have any questions of what we've been giving out up to now which is rather a lot please feel free to ask Anything.
0: I'll just say with that, we'll be posting for later in the day um, small groups that will be meeting with you all, um, probably about two thirds of you this afternoon and the other third tomorrow morning. So you'll all have a chance to meet with one or the other of us in a group of about eight people for 45 minutes or a little more to sort of explore in a little more depth what's happening and the time for questions and sharing experience and hear more of the intentions just to check that you've understood what we're. Suggesting, and if there's anything that's happening already that you're not quite sure how to handle or whether it makes sense, that you can let us know and we can respond to that. So, yeah, if you have any questions, please. Great. (laughs) Okay, good. So also let you know, I think I said last night, but in case I didn't, we're attempting to remember, and I did this morning, to record the instructions so that they will be there. People sometimes ask for a copy of what phrases I've offered, and I mean there was another phrase there that Kirsten used that's slightly different, may I be safe and protected, which is another lovely phrase, and there are many lovely phrases one can think of. So I've got a copy of the ones I was using just here that I'll put on the notice board, but it's not a prescription, it's an invitation. And uh, really just see for yourself what you feel connects for you. And it might be sometimes a longer phrase or a shorter one is actually more useful or less phrases. Sure. I've just got a question about the phrases. Is it better to have, say, four or five phrases that you repeat over? Because I was getting into quite a long list of- Okay. Yeah. So it's actually helpful to keep it more simple in that regard. It's not like you have to get the best or the right phrases, but just if some of those phrases connect for you, just choose a few and use them. And then maybe at some point you might want to take another group and use them. Uh, Sometimes I might find that when I'm thinking of what I want to wish for myself, it might be slightly different phrases come to mind than when I'm thinking of someone else. For instance, like one of my teachers, I would always think of him, he was elderly and frail, sort of what I was thinking of for him would always be different, because at that time, I mean, he's dead now, but I was healthy, and now I have to do that more for myself, it seems. But uh, not that I'm not healthy. But so there's a sense of what's appropriate there, but within a period of practice, it's good not to be doing too much of, it can start to sort of come become a bit more like a wish list, which isn't the intention. Any thoughts on that? Yeah,
1: also with choosing the phrases like, you know, be creative but also like choosing phrases which are quite general, which you can actually apply to each and one, And and watch out, you know, there can be some sometimes some slightly corrective phrases can you know slip in you know may i be less re- reaction uh, you know reactive you know or may i be more compassionate and and this is not what it is about you know it's really about the sense of like wishing well for oneself and others and really wishing for them you know the sense of well-being and happiness we don't want them in this practice to be different we don't want us to be different you know may i be less fat you know, whatever it might be. And these are in this context not, not not very useful phrases. So phrases which you can apply to everyone. Yeah. And maybe it's just a word, you know, sometimes it's really beautiful to just say joy. Protection. Happiness. You know, just see really and it's about what speaks to you.
0: Yeah, so it's sort of like start with what we're offering, explore it and then once you have a sense of that, there's lots of room for, you know, adjusting to see what works, but it's also a value in just giving something a little bit of a try before you start adjusting, particularly if you're new to the practice. If you've done it some if you have some experience of it, then you'll have more of a sense of how to work with that already. Yeah, good.
1: If you get, so, so you get so
0: wrong. yeah or or if you start to scramble the words we one of my uh, first teachers would always say, "May all beings live in peace, and um that was a sort of a standard phrase, or may I live in peace and and the mind sort of would come up with these things like "May all beings live in trees or you know sort of and it's sort of like the mind will do a lot of things here, and just don't get too concerned about that, but come back to what feels. That you connect with. And likewise here and we're being here together in silence and just really what Kirsten was saying about the practising of metta for people we notice is really important. But also just here that we don't have to somehow in any way shrink from each other's presence. So it's again one could just you don't have to, but you can just, you know, notice it's a group of human beings. This is, you know, a whole bunch of living beings, aliveness here, wanting to be happy. And there's something about allowing ourselves to be touched by the presence of each other and equally touched by our own presence in this practice. Okay? Good. So there's about 45 minutes now for some walking meditation. And I invite you to enjoy the grounds. Rather lovely. And then we'll come together at eleven fifteen for another sitting. And just to say, I guess also particularly for those of you who are maybe not so new to this practice, there'll be quite a lot of, and and equally for those who are new, there'll be quite a lot of instruction over the first period of today, and um, through this first part of the afternoon. And then there'll be, as, as we kind of establish more of the practice, there'll be more quiet space in the sittings. And so, we're just finding a balance between giving enough instruction and equally giving space for each of us to explore the practice ourselves. Good. So, the other thing I want to name is because I do this without thinking often, well, sort of thinking, with, I do it with feeling, not necessarily with thinking. But this, for those of you who are new, this is an expression of appreciation, respect, and gratitude. And it's something I do, and some people do, and you're absolutely not required to do it. And you're very welcome if you should feel moved to. And, it's, and for me, when I'm sitting with a group of people, and I really have a sense that, because I know it's challenging to do what we do here. And it's also beautiful. And there's some way I just want to express my appreciation for that. And likewise, sometimes choose to bow to the Buddha because what he offered was amazing. And his life was remarkable. And I have gratitude for that. And it's touched my life profoundly. So that's kind of what's going on, in case you're wondering about the kind of you know, how religious are we getting out here? It's it's something about a very human quality of respect, appreciation, gratitude. And that's me. What you do is really fine for you.